0: This is Loopy Radio. It is Loopy Radio. It is 5.05 p.m. Thursday. February 27th. There are going to be two more days in February. It is a leap year. There will be a February 29th. If you are celebrating your... 6th birthday or whatever this February 29th. Uh, Congratulations. It's been an interesting week. Uh, Plenty of stuff in the news. Plenty of uh, uh, things about the coronavirus that I'm not going to cover. It's just too much and it's depressing. Um, But about that real quickly, uh, today's been the worst day for the Dow. Uh, single day in history, I believe, is what the stat is. Definitely since two thousand eight, possibly even in history, the worst day for the Dow, one thousand two hundred points down. All of that is um being blamed on the coronavirus, not just being in China but being now worldwide. Um, pretty horrible. Uh, let's just hope it doesn't uh, get into this country real big. Uh, but for the for the things for today's show, uh, there was a study done saying uh, that a a quote-unquote Western diet, Western as in America, not like California, globally Western diet, um, is not good for you. But uh, what they're calling a Western diet is a little extreme. I don't think anyone um, actually eats like that. Uh, A double vote was discovered uh, at the ballots at App State's Clemens student union uh not shocked that this is where it would happen and then a uh, walmart plus you're going to start hearing that in the news but i'll let you know about it first walmart plus is uh, is going to be a big thing nationwide uh coming up in a bit but first it's uh the top of the hour it's the news news talk radio loopy without banned substances So, it, these people that uh, clearly don't like America very much have done a, uh, a study. Uh, there's, some, there's some things to take away from this, but I think most of it is just kind of uh, Australia and England bashing America. So, a, uh, a group of researchers from Australia, England, and a few from the U.S., who uh, are probably the type who will vote for Bernie Sanders because they don't like America. Um, They say that a, quote, Western-style diet makes you uh, Homer Simpson-level stupid. That's according to a study published by, they're called the Royal Society. This is from the New York Post, published about a week ago. It says, even if you're slim and healthy... Eating a high-fat, high-sugar diet for just a week was found to impact both brain function and make it harder for people to control their appetites. Here's a quote from Richard Stevenson, a professor of psychology at a... I don't know how to pronounce that. A university in Sydney. And one of the study's authors uh, said, after a week on a Western-style diet, Palatable food, such as snacks and chocolate, becomes more desirable when you are full. This will make it harder to resist, leading you to eat more. Basically, that means uh, the stereotypical American diet, we eat tasty food, is really what that means. He, He calls this professor, calls this response, quote, a vicious cycle of overeating. Again, this is like very stereotypical, this is what Americans eat type stuff. Uh, Past research has shown that a, quote, Western-style diet, generally defined as a diet high in fat, sugar, and processed foods, impaired brain function in animals. Researchers uh, suspected the same would happen to humans. Well, yeah, given that we're animals. That makes sense. For this study, researchers recruited 110 lean and healthy adults, ages 20 to 23, all of whom were self-described healthy eaters. Half of the group ate their normal diets for a week. The other half ate a Western-style diet heavy on waffles and fast food. Again, stereotypical. Not really realistic. Those on the Western-style diet performed worse on memory tests than the healthy eating group and also had measurable weakening of appetite control, which leads to overeating uh, and all that. All that goes with overeating, according to these uh, researchers. So basically what they found is that Americans stereotypically eat tasty food, as opposed to gross food which causes you to want to eat more because it tastes good. And if you let that get out of control, then you overeat. It all makes sense, and uh, the Internet's overreacting. I'm Loopy. Want to support local talk radio? Email us at radio at gmail.com. I'm Loopy. So I started off the, with the, kind of like a cynical view on this article, saying that it's very, you know, stereotypical that uh, the... What do they call themselves? The Royal Society, um, which is made up of some Australians and some Brits, um, has, has decided that eating a Western diet, so an American diet, um, consisting of waffles and fast food... Um, inhibits your intelligence and makes you gain weight, mostly because it makes you eat more food because it tastes good. So, that was all kind of cynical, but the end of this article from the New York Post kind of actually does have some... uh, Because no one just eats waffles and fast food. I mean, come on. You know, you can say that's an American diet, but that's, you know, that's very stereotypical, not very realistic. But there is some stuff to take away from this. Um... Because it's definitely not as extreme as these uh, people from this article want to make it sound, but there there are some truths there. There's some truths to take away. It says um, Stevenson, who was the uh, the professor, Richard Stevenson, professor in Sydney, Australia, says that demonstrating this whole process, uh, demonstrating the processed foods, can lead to subtle cognitive impairments that affect appetite. And serve to promote overeating in otherwise healthy young people should be a worrying finding for everyone. There is there is a truth to take from that. Even if healthy young people who eat healthy diets notice a difference in overeating when they eat quote unquote Western diets. You know, if, if the young people are having this issue, then there's something to be said about, you know, everyone should be careful not to overeat. It's not necessarily the food being bad, it's that the food makes you want to eat more food. Definitely worth considering. Also, earlier uh, last week, researchers at UC Davis Health found that a, quote, Western diet may also lead to skin diseases. The study published in the uh, Journal of Investigative Dermatology suggested that we, uh, we eat, quote, that what we eat, quote, may lead to skin inflammation. And the development of psoriasis rather than obesity itself. Similarly to this, I haven't noticed any of that to me personally. But similarly, uh, I, well, this is a little more extreme case, but I have celiac disease, so that's crazy gluten intolerance. Technically, you cannot be allergic to gluten, which is interesting. But uh, so I'm intolerant. I have celiac disease, intolerant to the max. And we found this out when I was a junior in high school, so that would have been six years ago. And within a week of me not eating gluten, all of my really bad acne went away. That's not a joke. as I had, I had really bad acne, especially on my face. Within a week of me going gluten-free, the acne was gone, and it has never come back. Now... That's not just because I was eating gluten, that's because I'm also very very intolerant to it and it was also giving me brain damage among other things. But there's there is something to be said about you know eating a healthy diet. Uh, there's something to be said that a, a Western diet tastes very good and it may cause you to overeat all worth uh, all worth thinking about. here's here's something else worth worth a little bit of questioning. I've always, always been very skeptical of this in the first place, and now we're kind of seeing a little bit of a repercussion of having that voting location on App State's campus. Now, I'm 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 not before I even get into this article on the Watauga Democrat. You've, you you might have even heard about this, especially from Bill Fisher's news uh, reports. But when when they decided to put a, a, a voting location in the student union, the, f- the first thing that has to pop into your mind is, well, that's for students to vote. And and sure, students that are voting age, registered to vote in this county, uh, it is their right to vote, 100%. So it's not wrong to put a vote in place in the student union, but uh, there, there's a few little things in there that I'm, I'm slightly uncomfortable with. First of all, even though I'm a student at App State and have been a student there for almost four years, as I will graduate in May, I have chosen, as an American who wants people to vote, Wants people to have their voice heard to be part of the vote tally to get people elected. I chose to not register to vote in Watauga County. I'm still registered to vote in Mecklenburg County since I'm from Charlotte. And the reason why I did that is because I don't want my vote, you know, this coming election to impact Boone for the coming years when. Chances are I won't be living here in June. If I graduate in May and I get a job somewhere outside of Boone, I'm not going to live here anymore, and I I know that. Most students at this school are not going to live in Boone after they graduate. So I feel like it's wrong for me to vote in an election that affects this town outside of the range that I know I'm going to live here. That's why I have never voted in Boone. So putting this voting location, this poll location in the student union is encouraging students who are largely of the left to vote for politicians, in the, for local politicians that they will never live under. The students are going to graduate. These politicians are still going to be here. It just doesn't seem right especially because the the school is so left and college students are so so easily influenced, especially politically, that you're going to get a bunch of very left votes in a town that is very right, which is going to cause a very unnecessary and really, I would argue, inappropriate shift to the left in who our elected politicians are. If you take all the student votes out, you know, the roughly whatever 7,000 student votes that we might get, you know, you're left with 19,000 locals. The 7,000 student votes that are probably all completely to the left are, are greatly going to influence the election. So I don't I don't appreciate making it super easy for students to vote because they'll just go in and vote for who their professor said to vote for and not even know what politics are, not know what money is, no, basically no students know how money works, and that's partially why they're so far to the left. If you know how money works, you can't possibly consider voting this far left, like students do. But here's a very big repercussion, probably, of what, again, that's kind of speculation of, of this having a polling center, a voting center, in the student union, this is a big repercussion. It has been discovered on February 13th that somebody voted twice at the voting center in the student union. Somebody voted twice. Somebody thought That their vote was twice as important as anybody else's vote. This is from the Watauga Democrat, written by Thomas Sherrill. It says, Patrick Gannon, not the person who double-voted. We don't know who the person is. Patrick Gannon, spokesperson for the NC State Board of Elections, said on February 26th, quote, at the end of the first day of early voting, February 13th, poll workers at Appalachian State, early voting site, discovered that there were 283 ballots in the ballot bin, with only 282 voters having checked in to vote that day. So there's one more ballot than there were voters that day. So somebody voted twice. It appears that one voter has inadvertently handed two ballots they say likely stuck together due to moisture and the voter then voted both ballots. So yes, it could have been a mistake that the person was handed two ballots. Fair enough. Due to moisture, maybe paper sticks together. Okay, fair enough. What's not fair enough is that this person looked and said, mm, I have two ballots. I have a choice to make. I either fill one of these out and hand in the second ballot and say, look, you accidentally gave me a second one, here it is. Or, you commit a North Carolina Class I felony, and fill out both, and turn them both in. If you're voting in this country, and you do not understand that submitting two ballots is wrong, then you should not be voting. Yet somebody at the Appalachian State Voting Site, which is only really used by students, submitted two ballots. It is not the fault of the people working the polling site. It is the fault of the person that submitted two ballots. End of story. Watauga County uh, Elections Board Chair Jan Ann Hodges Uh, who was the office director for 30 years, said she has never encountered a double vote in Watauga County previously. Current director Matthew Snyder said he's never encountered the issue in his four four plus years in the post. Hodges said, I hate that this has happened. I just am very embarrassed that this has happened and that somebody in Watauga County would do this. Hodges said that she uh, was made aware of the su- situation by Snyder immediately after he was contacted by the precinct workers. Hodges said, I went in immediately. I do like what they did to uh, to fix up the situation. I think it was handled as well as you possibly could handle it. We'll get into that in a second, but the... you get these students that are preached... Uh, that America is terrible and we have to vote super far left, basically communist like Bernie Sanders in order to save it. They get their own special place to vote on campus. And when they get the opportunity, they seize it by voting twice. This is why students should not or should reconsider voting where they go to college when they don't live there full time. And why maybe we shouldn't just spoon feed students the ability to vote. And you know, Make it more serious and say, if you're serious about voting, then uh, you know go to an actual polling place. at, say a library or a town hall. I'm Loopy. This is Loopy Radio. I'm Loopy. So somebody. not going to say what the demographic is, Uh, probably an App State student, Um, has voted twice, or at least attempted to, but it has been thwarted, thankfully. This is probably another reason why we could use a, a, a voter ID in order to vote that would keep someone from, you know, voting twice. You know, just saying. But uh, it was caught. The sec- it, the, there's some checks and balances here to, to make sure nothing weird happens. They found out that one more ballot was cast. than there were people that showed up to vote. So that makes you think someone voted twice. I do appreciate what they did. This is from Wataga Democrat. You can find this on, it's, uh, you know, it's all over the publications online. Um, Wataga County Elections Board Chair Jan Ann Hodges. And the current director, Matthew Snyder, uh, dealt with it very well, so they jumped in the moment they found found out about it. The article says that uh, the bag with the ballots was opened by Hodges, Snyder, and elections office employee John Hill. Hodges, a Democrat, noted that Hill, a Republican, was present when the bag was opened to ensure that there were no conflicts of interest. I appreciate that. Officials went through the 283 ballots and found that one ballot did not have the voter number, precinct, or machine number written on it, as all ballots should. That's what Gannon said. This was, uh, and that was deemed the ballot accidentally given to the voter, and it will not be counted. So nice try. Hodges said it was very easy to, de- to uh, determine which ballot it was. It was separated from the others, uh, and the bag was signed off by Snyder, Hill, and Hodges. I uh, I appreciate that they all went through this and, and clearly marked it off. Hodges said that the, the uh, ballot will be removed from the totals when the early voting results are tallied on Election Day. And in, in a town where there's not, you know compared to, like, Charlotte, not that many people, one vote has carries a lot more weight in Boone, in Watauga County, than one vote would carry in Mecklenburg County. So it's especially good that they found it here. It's especially important. Gannon added that although the voter should not have voted on the additional ballot, Uh, It did not have any identifying information on it, and thus there is no way to tie it back to a particular voter. Intentionally casting more than one ballot in an election is a class I felony in North Carolina. That is the lowest class of felony in North Carolina, but it is still a a felony, and it equates to 3 to 12 months in prison for casting a second ballot in a North Carolina election, three to 12 months in prison. But since there are no names on these uh, ballots, it's going to be difficult to trace this person, even if it's possible. Gannon said, if additional information comes forward, we would look into it. This is an example of Watauga County's process working perfectly to detect a discrepancy and remedy it to ensure the ballot was not counted. Again, I applaud you guys for uh, for doing a good job with this. Going forward, Hodges said the precinct poll workers at the Plemons Student Union site were instructed to be more careful and to be more alert in making sure a double vote does not happen again. Good. I don't know if that will change anything, but... Uh, man... If I, see, if I was given two ballots to vote with, I would know not to uh, vote on the second one. A, ethically, it's not right to get two votes when everyone else gets one. B, it's a class I felony in North Carolina. I don't want to go to jail, to prison, for three to twelve months. But chances are, it's uh, this was voted on by a college student who, uh, I think, really should consider whether or not they should vote uh in the town in which they go to college like i said earlier i very well might not live here in four months so i'm not gonna vote in an election that will affect this town for longer than four months to me that's not right some people might argue that's not very american you should always vote and i understand that I think this is different. I'm loopy. Want to support local talk radio? Email us at radio at gmail.com. I'm loopy. So real quickly here before I get off, uh, get off the air at six o'clock, at 10 seconds till six o'clock, something uh, caught my eye, something that came out in the news today. This is from Vox. You can find this. I'll also post the link to all these articles uh, on the loopyradio.com podcast uh, of this show that I'll post in about 30 minutes time. So we have Amazon and Amazon Prime. And then you have Walmart the king of brick-and-mortar stores. And Walmart is trying to, you know, find ways to kind of keep up with Amazon because Amazon keeps getting bigger and bigger. And it's taking away, uh, you know, sales from Walmart and smaller brick-and-mortar stores. So Walmart is going to come out with something called a Walmart Plus. Very original. It's kind of like how after iPod came out, everything started with I. Now since Disney Plus came out, everything is going to end with Plus. So Walmart Plus... At least it's not Walmart Prime. I'd punch myself. They're going to try to make a Walmart Prime a thing, and it's going to be just like... uh, I mean, oh gosh. Walmart Plus, a thing. It's going to be like Amazon Prime. In the sense that it's a it's a paid subscription yearly thing, like a hundred bucks a year, and you get special perks, like how with Amazon Prime you get the the two day shipping for for free. In quotes, you get the music, you get the the cloud storage, photo storage, all that. With Walmart, it's going to be more food oriented because Walmart has physical stores probably near where you live, so they're able to to sell you food. So that's where they're going to try to have their advantage over Amazon. I might talk about this more uh, next week. I'm going to start having shows on Tuesdays now. Tuesdays and Thursdays, most likely. Uh, So maybe I'll see you next Tuesday. Again, to look at more stuff, LUPIE Radio.com, LUPIE Radio.com, and on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Every show is uploaded about an hour after it airs. I'm loopy.